1: It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. That's love, come on. It's the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show.
2: All right, nice job, fellas. Presented by your
1: local pick and save stores. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. Don't let one play affect the next one. Just learn from it. And the fans' high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Welcome into the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented, as always, by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan, Mike McGivern, flying solo this week. Ryan McMillan, uh, the AD at Muskego. We'll be back in two weeks. Looking forward to to that. We were talking Menominee Falls football today. Head football coach Dan Lutz is in. Dan, how you been? I've been great. How you doing, Mike? Good. You know, uh, we've got four players here, and... and uh, i We're gonna to get to them later in the show, but look, I didn't. Uh, I didn't see this coming, so I need to be the first to say. Look, I apologize to the boys over at Butte Falls because, you know what? This the start of this season has been something special. I knew going in because you and I had the conversation that that game last night. Um, you wanted to. You wanted to have some of the boys that might not have gotten a lot of time get a chance to play, and. I, you and I agree that a non-conference game in the middle of the season is just not the smartest thing. Steve Rux said the same thing on the Scoreboard Show last night. Yeah, he said, "Look, Coach Lutz um, called me earlier in the week, told me exactly what his plan was. Um, we, on the other hand, we're going to play some of our guys because we need to get back on track. Yep, and um, we agreed to it, and it worked out well. And you got what you needed, which was some guys from you know that might not have played a lot to get some some quality minutes." and to stay as healthy as possible.
2: Yeah, I mean, we made a decision as a program to do what's best for us, and we had a lot of two-way kids banged up. Uh, some of them wouldn't have played. Some of them we probably could have strapped them up and played them. Sure. But, uh, you know, it's the best for our program. My job ultimately is a head coach to do what's right for our program. And I'm always going to do what's right for our team. It's not the easiest thing to do. No, I, you know I, mean?
1: Dad, I told you, that would be, I am 100% Irish and I'm really competitive. <laughs> and I could talk a good game Monday, Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday. And then Thursday, I'd be going, hold on a second. Yeah, man. I, I was in that
2: same boat, Mike. We're 4-0, oh, yeah.
1: man. You know what? And and so I, I, I respect the fact that you stuck to your guns. Yep. How many of these kids came to your office and said, come on, man. We're high school football players. We want to
2: play. We had a meeting uh, last week, Monday, and we had a team meeting, and I kind of let them get all that out in the open. Um, but I'm, I'm happy with our kids. we got such good leadership on this team, and, and the four kids are about our captains. But they understand and they accept that it's the best thing for our team, and, and they put the team above themselves. And they supported our decision last night. They did a great job of coaching up the kids who don't play much. We, had You
1: know, a, they talked about you behind your back a uh, little bit. You know what? A lot of people yeah, do. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> yeah. No. We, had, we
2: had a kid last night, uh, Angelo Cataldo. I got to mention him, backup quarterback. Uh, you know, he thinks he's, uh, you know, Brett Favre. Yeah. And he had a, what? how long, how long of a touchdown one was that? Like. He had, 80 had, yard touchdown run. He is Brett Favre, then. He, he's a very slow Brett Favre. <laughs> but but he, he scored a touchdown and he'll have that for the rest of his life. And, yeah. and that's type of stuff in those games you got to take away from it. He's a slow runner and he ran 80 yards? Yeah. I mean, you guys back me up. Oh, I got really. I it. Yeah, mean, yeah. yeah. I,
1: I'll bring them to the mic. And he's not going to like minute. that I
2: said that on the radio. It's I love him, but he's not a speed demon.
1: So. Well, that's a, He scored. He, hey, you know what? If I'm him, I'm sitting at home going. Yeah, well, hold on, Coach. eighty-yard yeah. touch. You yeah. bet. I, I don't need to be a speed demon to get in the end zone. Yeah, um, Coach. Did you? And I've asked you this a little bit on Friday nights. Did you see this this coming? Did you see in the off season that? The, and we're going to talk to these leaders uh, later in the show. But that that they put the kind of sweat equity that it takes in the off season. That look, you've beaten some good teams. You know Germantown. You beat Marquette. You beat Brookfield East. Beat West Dallas. Here they're struggling a little bit, mm-hmm. but. Germantown had a really good win last night. So that's a good win on your schedule. You beat a Marquette team that um, I didn't, I saw them play against Muskego and with six minutes to go, they had Muskego beat. Yeah, They had them beat. And then a Brookville East team that I don't think, other than the people in your locker room and a few of the people in the stands, guys like me. We're picking Brookfield East on that one. Sure. So, look, I'm I, I'm I'm here to to ask for some forgiveness, boys, <laughs> because I didn't see it coming. But did you?
2: Yeah, you know, people have asked me that several different people have asked me that, and did, coming into this season, I spent a lot of time with the kids last winter, getting to buy into our program and being a part of a team and putting the team first. And to their credit, our kids really did a good job in the off season buying into that, believing themselves, believing in each other, and. Like I've said before, our chemistry on our team is second to none. Um, I'm ha- really enjoying coaching. I love coming to work every day with these kids, and I think that has a lot to do with our success.
1: As a former, now retired, 36 year basketball coach, when when you have a team that really does get along, yeah. And, and look, with football, there's so many kids. Yeah. Basketball's a little easier. You can manage that. 12 to 15 kids. You can you can put them in positions where they're going to have to kind of get along a little bit. Football is a different animal because it's such a numbers game, so it's harder. Not everybody's going to get along, but as a whole, if they get along and they trust each other and they love each other and they're playing for each other and you lose a lot of games, it's not nearly as painful. If you have kids that can't stand each other and yeah. all they want to do is get out of practice and go home and you win a lot of games, it's it's not that joyful. It's not that great. But when you have them both, yep. when you combine, because as you know, for as long as you've coached and as long as I've coached, those come along far and few. But when you have a group that does buy-in, they get along, they trust each other, they love playing for each other, Man, all on the same page, I don't know if it gets any better
2: than no, that. No, that's a special part of it, and as a coach, you know, I'm, I'm into it, too. I'm a part of it, too, and I want them to be successful. So that's why I will always do what's best for our team, and, and I don't even think about last night second-guessing. I will never will because it was the best thing for our team and for our program. And kids know I got their back, and they got my back, and you have a very good thing going right now. Yeah, well, no doubt. There's no doubt. When um, when I get to these
1: seniors and, and these captains that that come up, uh, these are. I asked you a couple of things. I said, bring some kids that are leaders on the team, good ambassadors for you in the community and the program. Um, kids that that you know mean a lot to this program, and these are the guys that that you brought in. Had, where did they learn? That leadership, and I'm going to ask them that. Did they, had they had good leaders to follow and watch throughout the years?
2: Uh, I think they, you know, I know some of them have learned some stuff from Matt Henningson. He's kind of been a big guy in our program. Yeah, I've got, um, Matt, we, Matt you know, what, what a great story. Matt's he is. come back and talked to us in the offseason. He comes back and talks to us. And I spent a lot of time last winter stressing leadership and how to be leaders and how to do the right things, you know, in school, out of school. And I, it's paid off. And, but to the kids' credit, they're the ones that made it happen.
1: Have, did, did, did that lack in, in you as a head coach? Is that something that that maybe the last couple of years you didn't stress? And and look, as coaches, we're really busy, so there's a lot of things that we're trying to accomplish. But did you did you say, look, this year we're going to make a concerted effort to really start to stress that again? Yes,
2: I sat down and had individual meetings with my kids. I spent a lot of time this off offseason um, just to get that chemistry and that bond going. And it has made a huge difference. It's even made a difference, you know, interacting with the kids. I mean, it's just so much, when you know the kids in and out, it's just easier to coach them.
1: Yeah, it makes it more fun too, yep. right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden you can, you know, you heard that maybe they're not dating that same girl. You can say, <laughs> hey, she broke up with you, huh? They, you know, that kind of stuff. I yeah. think it's important that they know that you're invested in 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 what they're doing. Um, is see, if, if somebody uh, has not seen Menominee Falls play, you talk a little bit about... Is it is it a senior laden team? Is it is it a younger team? Um, what what's your belief offensively, defensively, stuff
2: like that? Uh, we got 13 seniors, so it's not a huge senior dominated team. It's it's mostly juniors. Yeah, got a lot of juniors playing pivotal roles. We got a lot of kids coming back. The seniors we do have are are fantastic players. Uh, Brett Borum has been a fantastic defensive player. Reese Jesco's here. Um, those seniors have done a nice job. It's a good mix of talented juniors and seniors and a couple sophomores um, contributing to what we're doing. So it's a good mix of classes, but I say it's junior-dominated.
1: I had somebody um, come up to me and ask me if I've seen Menominee Falls. I said, I haven't, but you're going to be in. And he said, hey, I went to see them play. And he said, I can't figure out. How the quarterback is so spot on because his mechanics I he and this is a quarterback guy. Yeah. He said he throws off his back foot. He he said, (laughs) and the ball goes exactly where it's spot. He goes, I I was so impressed. And he said they got some receivers. He said the thing that impressed me the most was they fly to the ball on the defensive end. Yeah. He said There is not very seldom is there one guy making a tackle. It's three, four, five guys, and they're helping each other up. And he said it was a really impressive defensive team to watch.
2: Yeah, Coach Rutch has been there forever on our staff. Does a really good job on defense and all our defensive coaches. Um, Beginning a funny story in our training camp. You know our offense is coming out and we couldn't gain a yard. And our defense, same thing, flying around. And I wasn't sure if it was our defense was that good or our offense was struggling. Um, but it's turned out our defense has been that good. That is the strength of our team. Our offense has gotten better, but we do fly around and play physical football. Yeah,
1: take the ball away a little bit.
2: Yeah, Oh, yeah, we turn the ball over quite a bit. So. Um,
1: offensively, are you trying to establish the run? Are you throwing it? What, what, what's your philosophy there?
2: This year different for us. I mean, we've always been a run, run, run team, but um, we've, we're doing both. If you look at our stats, and, and Coach Regent Smith's done a good job mixing it up, uh, passing and running. We've done both. So we have multiple threats. We have kids that we can throw to, and Tamir Thomas has done a great job running. He's averaged over 100 yards a game, I think, for us running the ball.
1: He got a lot of uh, very valuable time last
2: year. Yeah, you know. Yeah, with when the Julius injury. Davis yep. got hurt, he came in and, and did a really nice job for us, and that that kind of got him going for this year.
1: Yeah, everything slowed down for him.
2: Yeah. Oh you yeah. Know? All yep. of a
1: sudden, he's seeing the holes, and and uh, he's an explosive back.
2: He is. He's he's a good kid, and he was another kid that. Had an injury last week that needed some time off. Last night, so he got that last night.
1: Smart. Hey, the kids that we have in, and we're going to talk to two of them on the other side of the break, and then we'll bring the the other two after. Who is the who is the uh, who who's going to be the the one that talks the most of these four? Who am I who am I bringing up first? Oh boy, probably Quentin. Yeah, probably Quentin. Quentin Redding. Yeah, Quentin Redding. Um, Max, how does he pronounce the last name? Batcher. Batcher, yeah, Reese, Jesco, and and Colin Heckman yeah. are all uh, what year are they? They all seniors.
2: Two juniors, two seniors. Two juniors,
1: two seniors. Yeah. One's on crutches. Who's Yeah, who's on Max crutches. Batcher,
2: uh, a bummer. You know, um, we were in practice and we're just running a team, and, and and Reese rolled up on him, and it just was a freak accident. He got his leg stuck and he fell down. He's like, my leg hurts. And I'm like, <sighs> uh, you're right, Max. I think I'm all right. And he got up. Tough kid. He got up and he kind of grabbed his leg and he's like ah, I'm gonna go in and get it looked at I said, okay broke his fibula oh, you know man. senior kid um, was the highest vote getter when we voted for captain you know it just breaks your heart because the kid worked his butt off and something like that happens but he's as much part of our team now as he was back then he's been in all our practices all our games he's a great leader he's been to all the practices yeah he's been there every day he, he comes every day and, and you know I can just speak volumes about the kid and uh, he's also our academic um, student athlete of the week.
1: He, um, we will talk to him that eleven o'clock hour. We name our UW Credit Union uh, team of the week. Yep. And uh, then we talk to to, to Max. I'm going to get him prepared for that. Um, but as our Pick and Save student athlete of the week, there's some pretty cool things that that go on with that. And I, I I'm going to certainly will celebrate the fact that he takes care of his business in the classroom. At 10:45, we're going to talk to Wade Lebecki. From the WIA, got some questions regarding midseason. Yep. You know how are things going? I want to talk about the football conference only, and then I've got some questions about wh- how the WIA gets involved when there are when there are problems within a program, you know, or a team or a player. How, where do they get involved? How do they get involved? In, and I've got some questions for him on that. And eleven fifteen, Dan McCarty, head football coach at Saint Norbert. He's got a couple of Menominee Falls. Oh yeah. up there. Yeah, we we'll got talk a to guys. Dan about that at eleven fifteen. Um, on the other side of the break, we'll we'll talk to two of these these leaders from this Menominee Falls football team. Again, they're four and one. They lost last night to Walkshaw West. Decided not to play any of their their starters um, because it was a non conference game. But they've beat Germantown, they beat West Dallas Hill, beat Marquette, and beat Brookfield East. They've got Tosa West coming up, and we'll talk to a couple of these players about this year's team on the other side. Dan Lutz, head football coach at Menominee Falls, in studio for the entire two hours. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Uh, Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 1057 FM The Fan. Talk of Menominee Falls football today. Talking that conference is a really good football conference. Dan Lutz, head football coach at Menominee Falls is in the studio with a number of players. We, we let the let the young guys join us first because we're gonna have the seniors join us next. A couple of juniors on this team. Quentin Redding. Quentin, how you doing? Good. How about you, man? I'm doing good. Yeah, so far so good. Good day, man. I get to talk high school football with you boys. Oh yeah. Uh, Colin Heckman, how, how about you? How are you doing?
3: Doing great, sir. How are you? I'm
1: doing good. You guys play last night?
3: No, no. We how, sat. We were. How did that? How did that go? You now you're on
1: the air and your head and your head coach
2: is next go ahead. to me. Be honest, guys. Tell them I, how it went. Look,
1: um, I, I can tell you that I could not have done that. So, you know what, I, I would, I, as a player and as a coach, I would have really had a hard time. And, and I have a hard time look, seeing the long game. And, and and your coach was able to do that. When he first told you, and Quentin, let me start with you, that, look, you guys aren't going to play against Waukesha West. What was your response?
4: Uh, my response was I was sitting there like, wow, we have a chance to go undefeated. We're going to drop a game. And I, everybody, I mean, just everybody in our, like, whole, because we, we heard it as a rumor at first. So we're like, oh, this can't be true. No, they're gonna they're gonna play us. We're gonna be all right. Yeah, we heard it when we went to the meeting, and you just had everybody. We we're just in like in awe. We're like, right, come on now. This can't be happening. But then, I mean, looking at it now, it's the smart thing to do for our team.
1: Yeah, uh, I I agree with that. Um, Colin, same question. When you first heard it, you had to go, come on, what's going yeah, on?
4: I think all of us were
3: kind of a little frustrated at first, but I mean, as the week went along, we kind of realized that it was the best thing for us. And we just we didn't want to let it like ruin any chemistry or what we have going because we agree with the coaches. we got big goals for this year, so we just want to keep those going.
1: And goal number one is to win the conference and, and this look and after talking to Dan, I said, this is kind of like if, if you use this as like a bye weekend then to get some of the kids off that, that might not get a ton of playing time, a chance to play under the lights to, to, to get you know a sweat going. play against a really good quality opponent like Wakhall West. That's going to help those kids later in the year. So if they've got to now step in and 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 play a bigger role, um, they've done it. They've you know what they've they've already been on the field. They 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 can handle that. Um, Quentin, what position do you play?
4: Uh, I play wide receiver and strong safety.
1: Yeah, you go both ways. Yes, sir. Because you're not the biggest kid that I've ever seen, man. You're, <laughs> you're a point guard on the basketball team, or what? Yeah. 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 Quick as a hiccup, kind of right. You yes, get in sir. the gaps
4: and kick a little bit. Oh yeah.
1: Um, have you played football a long time?
4: Uh yeah, I've been playing football since I was in first grade.
1: Were you uh in the Junior Indians program?
4: Uh yeah, I was. I've been in the Junior Indians program since I was in 5th grade.
1: So you you've played with with the, you know all these guys. These are all your guys. Oh
4: yeah.
1: Colin, what position do you play?
4: I play outside
3: linebacker and tight end.
1: Yeah, what do you what do you enjoy more?
3: Um I've always been a defensive guy. Like this is my first year where I've been on the offensive side and I'll admit, it's fun. I like playing offense, but I've always liked defense. You like level. hitting people? Yeah. Yeah, you don't mind hitting people? <laughs> no,
1: no. You don't no. shy away from that? Mm-mm. No. I've heard about your defense. How about you, offense or defense? What do you like better?
4: I've always been an offensive guy. I I love playing offense. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like scoring touchdowns. There's nothing like seeing your teammates score touchdowns. I mean, it's so fun.
1: Yeah. That, you know what? I uh, It's funny because guys that, that, that say, look, I like playing defense, those are the guys that you want to stay away from the practice because they're going to hit you. If you move, look at him. You know he wants to just put a helmet out and hit you when, oh, yeah. when, when he can. Did you play in the junior Indian program as well?
3: I did ever since fifth grade.
1: So you guys knew. You know what? You, look, and we're going to play together for a long time. Um, did you, That junior class has a lot to do with this 4-0 or 4-1 start. I'm going to say 4-0 because it just makes more sense to me. But um, did you guys know that this was a quality class, that you guys had a chance to do some pretty good things, Quentin?
4: Uh, yeah, I mean, ever since we were, like, in fifth grade, like, the coaches that we had, my dad and um, a couple other coaches, their dads, like Billy Howard's dad, they've always told us that we were a special class. They always said that we we're going to do big things when we get to high school. I mean, and we always believed that going through fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, even though we had split teams and we were playing against different teams and not with each other, we are always like, when we get to high school, it's going to be different. We're going to be playing for each other. Right. We're going to have a really good class.
1: Did you play against the other team?
4: Uh, yeah, we played against the other team a couple times in scrimmage. I mean, it got heated. I'm not gonna lie, it got heated when we back in middle school. I mean we had some yeah. arguments going to school the next day, but I mean it was all fun and games.
1: And as soon as once but you didn't play a real game against them or you did?
4: Oh, uh, we did not.
1: No. That's probably smart. Yeah. Right? That's probably smart. Um as as multi sport athletes and, and look, it's football season, so I was the kind of guy that no matter what season I was in, that was my favorite. But do you have a favorite sport, Quentin?
4: First, my favorite sport is football. It is? Yeah.
1: Yeah, ever since you were little?
4: Ever since I was little. Colin? Um, football is
3: now my favorite sport. I used to be a, a more basketball guy, but yeah. that's changed recently. Yes. It
1: has. Yes. Look <laughs> at you. Is it because is it of the success you've had, do you think?
3: Um, yeah. Or you just
1: enjoy it more?
3: I've I've always kind of, like, i played basketball longer than I've played football. Right. But I've just, enjo- like, football is just more enjoyable to me.
1: Do you, and, and look, you're a junior in high school, so you can make... You can change your mind 10 times before you get to the car, but it, are you hoping to play at the next level?
3: Uh, yes, that is my goal, to play college football.
1: Quentin, same question.
4: Uh, yeah, that is my goal. Yeah. I want to play college football for Division
1: I. In Division One. Yeah, I tell you what, that's a, that's a lofty goal. And, and what happens when you start having success is you start getting invited into shows like this so guys like you and me can apologize to you because I didn't <laughs> see it coming. I did not see it coming. I didn't have you guys pick, you know, to, to – compete I, I had you in the middle of the conference and right now you're making me look foolish and I appreciate you guys doing that. Um, playing at that next level the, this kind of stuff is what starts getting you you know noticed and and, and they're hard hard to lose guys now. do you know with all social media that's going on, you can find good football players whether they're on a team that's winning a lot or a team that's not winning a lot if they have interest in playing at the next level, and one of the things we do on the show is we talk to a college coach every week. And the reason being is I want our kids, any of these kids that wanna to play to the next level, I want them to have that opportunity to be able to do that.
2: Yeah, I mean, we got a lot of kids, their goals are to play in college, and I work with them too and get their names out there. But you're right, success brings more recognition and so on and so forth, so.
1: Hey, so when, when college coaches come to see you guys play, and I hope that, I'm sure he tells you this, but I've been doing this a long time. But once they they have interest in you, understand that they know you can play. So they get there twenty minutes early to see how you warm up. They get there t- early to see how you interact with your your teammates. They 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 watch to see if you get pulled out of a game, if you get a flag on you, how you're going to react to that. So all of that stuff is really important. So make sure that you know. You're a good ambassador for this whole community, the school, this coaching staff, because if you want to play at the next level, and that coach from St. Norbert is going to tell us some of that stuff, that's what they look for. They look at your transcripts, they looked at they man, they look at all this social media stuff, guys. So be careful with that. I had a guy from Southern Mississippi on a number of years ago who said, Look, my whole job, he was an assistant, he was a grad assistant. They give me a list of fifty to seventy five guys throughout the country that they're recruiting. On a Thursday, my job the whole weekend is to find everything they do on social media. And he said, those guys that think they're slick and they have two Facebook pages and one they're in church and with their mom and dad and the other one with their buddies at a kegger on some beach, he goes, I find them all. He said, I'm really good at what I do. And at the end, of, on Monday, I've got 20 to 30 kids that I've already crossed out. That I go, those are kids you do not want to recruit. So be careful with all this stuff that that you guys do for sure. Um these kids got a chance to play at the next level
2: oh yeah they're great they're great football players and they're also great leaders or great team guys yeah so, and they're both very talented kids how do you come up with captains you, you they we they, have a vote they vote the coaches vote and the kids vote and we have a vote do you normally have Juniors if they, if they get voted in uh, it's happened before yeah uh, Matt Henningson was, was a captain before but yeah the kids usually have a good way of picking out the leaders and, and the coaches have a vote too
1: yeah you guys watch – Henderson's what, gone three years
4: now?
2: Two uh, years? He, he redshirted, and this is his second year up there. This is, so a he was part of sophomore. the
1: program while you guys were freshmen, right? Or were you sophomores?
4: Uh, we were we – were, They were eighth graders. We eighth,
1: eighth graders, graders. yeah. Because yeah, yeah. the guys, yeah. guys coming up would, yeah. would have been freshmen. Yeah, yeah. He comes back and talks to these guys? He
2: does in the offseason. He was at our game you know, the other night when they had a bye. He came down and saw the game. I love Matt. I'm always going to have a relationship with Matt till the day I die. We, try,
1: we tried to get him to come on the show, and he's. You know what he said? What? It's about this team. No, thank you. Oh, he—that's the type of kid he is. I said, that's no. We can just say hi, but he—he he said to our sideline guy. He said, you know what? This—this this thing is This is about them. So yeah. you want to talk—talk—talk talk, talk about them and talk to their coach and do that. I can, and he I, was very kind about it. It wasn't like he was being a jerk. Right. We've had other guys that have blown us off. He said, you know what? This isn't about me. I love being here this is my alma mater I'm gonna talk to them it's about them so I that's a pretty good kid right there
2: Well yeah and it's a type of a kid who walked on you know earned right. a scholarship and then he started and it's just a great story for our kids to see that if you work really hard you can have success
1: Yeah I agree. hey later in the show and, and I'm, gonna, I'm we're going to bring up the two uh, seniors uh, in the next segment but I want you guys to give this some thought you got a lot of football to be played but your favorite memory so far. Being part of the Menominee Falls football program, whether it's junior Indians, whether it's freshmen, and it doesn't have to be a game. And I, and I always give this example. I had some kids from Martin Luther, where I coach basketball, baseball guys, and I asked him that. And the one kid who was sitting next to the other kid, he said, Hey, I was catching, and Dakota was pitching, and a guy hit one so far straight away center that it was out of the stadium and it went across the street and it landed in a Walmart parking lot. It's the farthest ball I've ever seen. I go, That's your favorite memory? He goes, it's the farthest ball I've ever seen. And this kid goes, dude, I was pitching. He goes, I know. That's what made it my favorite memory. So that kind of stuff. And then other kids have said, look, I scored a touchdown to win a game or I got a pick. So anything, give it some thought, favorite memory of playing football for either the junior Indians or the Menominee Falls High School team. And we're going to get to that later in the show. Guys, thank you. We'll have you back on. Quentin, it's nice to meet you. Colin, it's nice to meet you. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern flying solo this week. Ryan McMillan, the athletic director at Muskegon, will join us back up in two weeks. We're talking Menominee Falls football. Dan Lutz, known Dan a long time, yep. Brookfield Academy days.
2: Yeah, that's a long time ago. That was like ten years, eleven, more longer, twelve it was a years ago. Probably, ago, yeah. Wasn't it?
1: yeah, yeah. You did a nice job with that program. Yeah, coach. That was.
2: A, that was fun to coach there. I learned a lot. Hey, the guy that was in for my home improvement
1: show um, played. Now he played with your sons. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, um Boy, Taylor Lang. Yeah. His name. Yeah. Yeah. Good kid. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. He this company that he started in December is blowing up. Yeah, And he's really he credits Menominee Falls. He started in their wood shop as as a 15-year-old mm-hmm. and he knew by the time he was 18 he wanted to be a carpenter and at 18 he started going out to some of the best carpenters and the companies that he thought how they did, they did it right and he just started talking to them and saying, "Hey, what do I do here? What do I how can I do this? Can I can I work here? Can I do And this company, he's one of the young guns in this industry, in in, in home remodeling, and he is doing really well. Smart kid. Smart kid, good family. He credits his grandparents for that that entrepreneur spirit that he had to start his own company, and he credits Menominee Falls High School a lot. And then he said, Who? And I said, we're talking their football team. He goes, who's the coach? I said, yeah. Dan Lexi. He goes, get out of here. I, play, I played with his sons.
2: Yeah, my son Kyle coaches with me. Uh, yeah. He does our special teams, your special teams coordinator, outside linebackers coach. How's that going? That's awesome. Yeah? Yeah, that's awesome. I see, he also works with me at work. So I see where, him where, all the time. where do you work? Work at Packer Land, Renamac. Still, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's you. Man. I'm still driving around in that green van. That's it. I 30, know that 32 years I've I, been there.
1: I know that van. Yeah. No doubt. Hey, yeah. we're joined by two seniors. On this team, uh, Reese Jesco, Reese, how you doing? Good. How are you doing today? Good to see you. Good. Yeah, everything's good. Yes, sir. Football's good. <laughs> yes, sir. What position do you play?
5: Um, I play offensive line and uh, defensive line.
1: Yeah. What do you like better? Defense. You like hitting people. Yes. Yeah. Sir. I got a feeling Reese doesn't mind hitting people. Yeah. At all. Reese yeah. Reese likes yeah being he just people. Yeah. yeah. And I'm a and I'm an old guy and I'm a big dude. I can take care of myself, but he scares me a little bit. I, <laughs> I think he's a really nice young man. That's for sure. Max, I'm so sorry that you're on uh, crutches. It's a botcher? Uh, it's Bacher. Bacher, Excuse me, Bacher. Um I'm sorry you're on crutches. That's got to make uh, senior year a, a little bit tough, man.
3: Yeah, it's tough that I'm on crutches. But by week nine, I should be back.
1: Yeah, week nine? Good. That would be good. What position do you play? Uh, I play fullback. Yeah? So you don't mind hitting people either. That's kind of uh, your job, no. right?
3: Yeah, I don't mind hitting people at all. And every now and then I get the ball too. And do you throw him think, a bone once yeah, in a while. You kind of think you
1: should get the ball a little
3: bit more, don't you? Oh
4: yeah, yeah. They
1: all do. Come on, man. <laughs> give him the ball. Look, he's a nice. He's there. he's going to be our pick and save student athlete of the week. I love fullbacks that are smart kids, man. Yeah. Hey, when 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 we get to that point, you don't need to answer it now, but I'm going to ask you your motivation for being such a good student athlete. So give give that some thought if you can.
5: Reese, have you played? Did you play junior Indian football and all that? Oh uh, yeah, I've been playing uh, junior Indian football since fifth grade.
1: Since fifth grade, so you you've been playing with these kids as well, and you certainly uh, knew going in that 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 this was something that you guys had a chance to be pretty good. Did you have you played varsity since your junior year, sophomore
5: year? Uh, I've been playing varsity since junior year.
1: You have, did so? You guys played together, stuck together on JV.
5: Um, most of us did. Uh, the one guy that I know for sure, Brett Borum, he's been playing varsity since his sophomore year, so he wasn't with us. But the most of us, like uh, Tamir Thomas, uh, Jack Porter, a lot of us were on uh, the JV team.
1: So the difference between playing JV football and playing varsity football is unbelievable. It's a huge step. Do you remember the first couple of varsity games you played and how big and quick everybody seemed?
5: Yeah, I remember the first varsity game last year against Germantown. I was like, I was a little nervous going in. And then I remember the first few snaps. I was like, oh, my God, this is, this is crazy. This is a huge, huge difference from JV.
1: Yeah, and now, you know what? Now those guys... That played against you, Germantown. The guys that played JV, and now all of a sudden, you're that guy. You know, you're the guy that they're going. Man, he's big and he's way bigger and stronger than anybody I played on JV. And it's amazing how things. I got, out. I got to
2: jump in here. Yeah, Reese did a fantastic job in the weight room this off season. Really bought in and worked his tail off. And we watched film of him last year. He doesn't even look like the same player. Really. Yeah, and it's paid off for him big time this year. What what turned the light on switch for you? What made you go okay? I,
1: look, I'm going to spend the summer in the weight room.
5: Um, I I just remember ever since even my freshman year. I'm not going to lie. I didn't have a good attitude towards football. I wasn't the I was most motivated. I was kind of lazy and everything. I just remember all my coaches throughout my entire life were always just like, "You got everything you need. You just need to just put your mind to it and go." And I just remember this off season too. My teammate Brett Borm probably more than anybody. He finally hopped on me and he was like, "Come on, I need you." The team needs you. And he knew, he told me, I know you can be great. You just need to start going and working towards it.
1: Do you wish that light bulb would have went on three years ago? Yes. Yeah.
5: That's like, that's easily my biggest regret in high school is I just wish that ever since freshman, even sophomore year, I was just like, come on, let's go. Because it paid off. Reese, we
1: have a tremendous amount of kids that listen to this show. And kids that are, you know, eighth grade, seventh grade, freshman year, um, and, and I love the fact, I can say it, coach can say it all we want, but you know what, when it finally hits and you're the guy and you've got a teammate saying, look, we need you, man. you got to come. Let's go. And then you say, my biggest regret is I wish I would have started this four years ago because I'd be a different player. That resonates with those kids, and there's going to be some kids listening to the show going, man, my coaches keep telling me that this is a player, this is a senior in high school saying that, and, and good for you. I'm glad that that light bulb went on the success you're having right now in the field you're having a blast, huh
5: Yeah, it's a, it's a great it's a big difference from last year too it's just a lot a lot easier too and it's a lot more fun being a lot better than I was last year yeah helps the team out a lot more as well.
1: no doubt Max um, you've always been a fullback uh this is my second year playing football yeah, yeah.
2: last year's my first year yeah it came out last year as a first year kid really yeah mm-hmm. well, um
1: you didn't play football earlier because you just didn't think it was for you.
3: I just, I've always liked football, I just never gave it a try. And then I was like, what am I doing? I have yeah, to do this.
1: Give it a shot. Um, I would assume your biggest regret is you didn't start as a freshman. Maybe 8th yes. grade, 7th grade, something I like that. I should have
3: been playing when they started playing in 5th grade. Instead.
1: Yeah. man. See, it's it's interesting because, look, what a life lesson yep. for, for kids that are listening, for parents that you know have kids that, that might not be motivated or say, "I look, I love football, I don't know why I'm not playing, well, let's go try it. Do you believe the way I believe that that football has never been safer to play?
2: Oh, absolutely! All the medical decisions are totally in my trainer's hands. I have nothing to do with it. Right? You know, like this week, I got all my. I went. I sit down with our trainer. She tells me what's going to happen. I mean, the kids are in better hands now than they have ever been.
1: And look, Max is on crutches. This foot. This game of football. It's a fast, violent sport. It is. There's going to be injuries. What bothers me and is nobody ever talks about injuries from any other sports. Yeah. Nobody says, look, there's a lot of injuries in soccer, snowboarding, skateboarding, you know, this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever says and puts a black cloud around it, but football they do. And I when I played, boys, we couldn't even get water breaks, man. It was take a salt <laughs> pill and get back in in, in a nutcracker drill or the, you know, bull in the ring thing, and we used to hit a ton we, we tackled all the time and now people have gotten smarter and so we're, we're, we're keep keeping kids healthier keeping them fresher and and they, they get a chance to enjoy this game that we love
2: yeah and that's I mean that's even part of my decision last night you know I'm not going to put kids at risk if I don't really feel I need to right in that situation at that time so yeah football is a lot safer game it gets a bad rap um, our younger levels have suffered a little bit we're coming through it but Hopefully, that, you know, people can understand it's safer now than it's ever been.
1: Hey, I just got a text from uh, Tony Resch. Oh, big said, Tony. Who said, Quentin Redding, who's my next-door neighbor, asked him to please come cut my grass. No, he didn't say anything about <laughs> cutting his grass. He did not. He just uh, – yeah, I'll get to the rest of the text. Tony, thanks for, for, for listening. Um, Reese, do you, do you feel like uh, you want to play at the next level? Oh uh, Yeah, that is my main goal right now is to play at the
5: next level for sure. Yeah. Uh,
1: Coaches has he got a better chance to play offense or defense, do you think, at the next level?
2: I think Reese's a defensive player. Yeah. He just likes total destruction. He. Yeah, he's he's not a construction, he's a destruction <laughs> yeah. guy. Yeah.
1: He, he's he's not uh He's, is he more of a bull rush guy than he is a – Yeah,
2: he thinks he's got the spin move, which no, I've been I working on not to use. Because when you're 300 pounds, I don't want you spinning. No, you let but, him spin. Look yeah.
1: at him. He can spin. Yeah. You no. see him on the dance floor? No, Man, he can do on. that on the dance floor,
2: not on the football field.
1: He, uh, he does look like total destruction, <laughs> though, to me for sure. Uh, Max, we're certainly going to be praying that you get back on the field. Um, it's got to be hard. You're going to every practice? Uh-huh. Man, that's pretty cool. I, I like that because not everybody does that. And the fact that you show up at every practice and you're you're there because you're part of this team, um, I really think is is very commendable. Uh, guys, we're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to talk to Wade LeBecky from the WIA. I'm going to sit you guys back um, on the couch later in the show. Same question I'm going to have for those guys, your favorite memories so far. you got a lot of football to be played. Favorite memories so far of being part of this Menominee Falls football program. And we'll get to that 11 o'clock hour. Uh, Max, I'm going to have you back, uh, 11 o'clock segment back, because we're going to talk about this uh, Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week award. And we're going to celebrate the fact that you understand how important it is to take care of your business in the classroom. And we'll do that uh, at 11 o'clock after we name our UW Credit Union Team of the Week. And uh, Dan, you and I are going to have a discussion here during the break. Got a couple options, but I think. I got an idea which way we should go. Okay. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. My way, Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented as always by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. In studio with me, Dan Lutz, head football coach from Miami Falls. Your boys... Walking walk in the halls here at Entercom.
2: You're right. That's a good group of kids right there, Coach. Ah, uh, that's why I'm having a blast this year coaching them. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: Man, I, I love the fact that as soon as we went to a break, Reese Jesco said, "Look, I have the spin move, Coach. I have that spin move. You gotta let me try
2: it, man." Oh, I got to get that out of him. No, yeah, I, gotta, yeah, I don't know.
1: You give, keep letting him try that. We are now joined by Wade Lebecky from the WIAA. Wanted to check in with him. Wade, how you doing?
0: I'm doing great, Mike. How are you?
1: Good. Hey, um, pretty much halfway through the season. uh, So far, so good, right? Things are going pretty well.
0: You know, they are. We have the normal uh, little things that happen, but uh, I would tell you that you know, week five, everything has been going along smooth, and it's hard to believe half the season's over already.
1: Yeah, you and me both. It's it's hard to believe that how quick it goes. You know, a couple weeks prior, you think, man, you know, we got nine weeks and we got playoffs. Well, then, boom, week five is already gone, and we're on the second half. Of the uh, of the uh, season, with a lot of teams trying to figure out how they're going to qualify for the playoffs, other teams trying to you know continue in in and try to win a conference like the guys from Menominee Falls that I have in in studio right now. Wade, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about is when there are programs, when there are kids throughout the state of Wisconsin that that have issues. You know, they do something that's either against WIA rules, against school rules. Where does, on on, on kind of local uh, enforcement of code and conduct issues, when does the WI get involved in something like that?
0: You know, usually we're aware of the serious types of situations. Um, You know, and and when they, somebody who wants to do it anonymously, if they call us or email me, and then I, you know, send a message back to the school, I investigate this and see if there's any truth to this uh, uh, accusation, and then the schools will go ahead and, and investigate it. And if their code is violated, then they have to apply their code when they believe it's been broken. So we don't just get involved in the enforcement of a code of conduct. Uh, we don't get involved in the appeals uh, of the suspensions in the code of conduct. That's all, you know, applied at the uh, local level.
1: So if 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 uh, the code of if their their athletic code says, look, this warrants a three-game suspension. And they do a five or six game suspension. That's totally on the school, the school district, the coaches. That's in house. That's not WIA doing that.
0: Correct. And you know the WIA minimums actually. Um, the only thing that's really specified is a uh, alcohol, tobacco, drug, or uh, performance enhancing substance in season. And the that is, the schools have a code of conduct year round. And anything that is greater than that they have to apply as it's written so if you have a suspension that says it's three games for possession of alcohol then the, the school has to apply their code as it's written and remember that the school is not held up to the same standards as a criminal offense uh, in a criminal offense they have to have probable law enforcement has to have probable cause and they have to provide due process because you have those inalienable rights, such as the Fourteenth Amendment, but in the high school athletics, it's a privilege to participate in athletics. So right. you you agree to participate underneath the rules that are provided, whether they're WIA eligibility rules, code of conduct rules, or academic rules. And the standard for those is reasonable suspicion, which means that all a school has to do is suspect that you have gone ahead and violated their code then they can bring you in and, and investigate and talk about it and the, the due process isn't to the same level you have to provide an opportunity to be heard which means you uh, find out a student has been at a, a weekend alcohol party uh, did not leave or participated in the consumption of alcohol now once it comes to the school they pull the student in and said we have reason to believe that you have you were present at this party here's our documentation. We're going to apply our suspension. What do you have to say? They said, "Well, you know, whatever." You've now had the opportunity to be heard. They they then have to suspend you if they believe that you violated the code.
1: Wait, is it is it new, or am I just hearing about it? And again, this is throughout the state of Wisconsin, and and because of what I do here, I get phone calls, not not like you do, but but yeah. but I get text messages, emails, and phone calls of saying, "Hey, did you hear about this? And did you hear about this?" Is it new, or am I just hearing that that parents are now, you know, at times, getting lawyers?
0: Well, you know, you can, and, and you know, we've got, there's several court cases that have been um, established at the federal um, level, and uh, you know, I've brought, you know, I brought up the pieces and the elements of those uh, what the court has said, and in Smith versus Chippewa Falls, um, the the uh, student. Uh, said that they didn't have a due process and it was a violation of the 14th, 14th Amendment rights. And in that case, uh, Judge uh, Barbara Crabb at the federal level said, you have to provide them the opportunity to be heard. That was it. Um, scholarships are not, uh, they're, you know, they're not um, guaranteed. Therefore, they, they, that's not a reason to go ahead and, and uh, appeal to the courts for that. And if you've had the opportunity to be heard, uh, it's not. Uh, a, a 14th amendment right athletics is a privilege so that's a very important court case and in fact there was another one now down, down in, in the milwaukee area isabella versus arrowhead and that in that case another another judge went ahead and confirmed those uh, elements of athletics and appeals to the courts so provided that you have those things that i i stated earlier um, the, the, the school will apply their code as written
1: Dan, he's uh, he's kind of smart
2: for next football coach, isn't he? Wow, oh, Wade LeBeck, that was impressive. It that was, was impressive information. A lot of information. There.
0: You can tell I talked to a lot of lawyers.
2: <laughs> yes, you know what? I
1: I can tell that. Hey, Wade, thank you so much for your time, and and, and I'm going to ask you to come on in a week or two, because I want to talk about next year's football-only conferences and, and okay. where that is, and I know it's 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 getting, you know, everything's getting buttoned up here, and that's what it's going to be next year, and we'll talk to you about that uh, next time we have you on. Really appreciate a couple minutes of your time. Uh, good luck the rest of the year, Wade.
0: Hey, thanks a lot, Mike, and good luck, to Menominee Falls.
1: Thanks, Wade. Well, That was that was interesting. That was really interesting. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree with that. good I, segment. Yeah, he's, uh, he's always been really kind with his time for us here and, and, uh, willing to come on. He's, you know, he he lived in the area for a long time and he, he understands what's going on at the high school level. And, and I see him at any basketball tournament, football tournament. He's always at these things and cares a lot about what he's doing and how they're doing it. The UW credit union team of the week. We had a couple of, uh, couple of teams that, that we kind of went back and forth. I, I think the Nicolet football program, um, couple of years ago, they didn't have a varsity team, and uh, they hung in there. And for them to beat West Bend East in overtime last night, I just think really warrants our UW Credit Union Team of the Week.
2: Yeah, I agree with you. That's a big deal. Uh, anytime you got a program that's struggling for a long time historically and they rise up and do something like that, it's, it should be recognized.
1: Yeah, they got two wins. you beat Port Washington, and now they've, they beat West Bend East. And uh, Al Maroder is going to join us on the other side of the break. We'll spend a few minutes with him. And then we're going to talk again to our our pick and save student athlete of the week that'll join us. We'll find out where Max, where this, uh, y- where they get motivated to to be such a good student athlete. I started that question early when we started doing this, and I thought, well, I'll use it a couple of months and I'll, I'll go. But it, everything's different. It's always a different answer. Yeah. And I'm always, uh, I always feel really good about our youth after I talk to you know kids like this that are sitting here in the studio and and hanging out together and. Hopefully, when they walk down the hall, they didn't take anything off. Nah, desk. you got
2: cameras all over. Got cameras all over this. This is the
1: Wendy's Varsity Blitz. We're going to talk on the other side of the break. Uh, head football coach at Nicolay is there. Our UW Credit Union Team of the Week. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local Pick and Save Stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.